Hi, this is Jim. And this is Bax. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers' needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers Podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. Folks, the day is December 18th, 2018, and it is the dawn of a new era. Gone is Dave Haxtall. We have Scott Gordon now. Gone are our goalie woes. We are in the Carter Hart era. The Flyers beat the Detroit Red Wings 3-2. All 18 Flyers registered at least one shot attempt. 17 of the 18 had at least one shot on goal. Jake Voracek played in his 800th career game. And Carter Hart became the youngest goaltender in Flyers history to win his NHL debut, doing so at 20 years old and 127 days. He is the second youngest Flyers goaltender to appear in a game behind Maxime Ouellet, who made his debut on October 7th, 2000, at 19 years old. So, let's jump right in and hear from Mr. Claude Giroux, who was 11 for 14 on the face-off circle. Giroux was asked after all of the changes, all of the, the chaos from the last couple of days, how much does a win like tonight mean for the team? Yeah, I mean, we've been through a lot the last few days. And, uh, you know, I feel like I'm repeating myself, but we're a tight group and we can get out of this. You know, we, uh, we play for each other and um, you know, we played a pretty solid game tonight and uh, the win was uh, felt pretty good. Giroux was then asked if there were any changes or a different emphasis in this game that may not have been there before. It's too early to tell. I mean, it's first day. Uh, and, uh, you know, Carter, Carter made some saves to, to kind of keep us have the lead. And, uh, you know, we, we had everybody going tonight. So uh, it, was a, it was a really big win for us. As it was Carter Hart's first game as a flyer, Giroux was asked how much energy Hart gave them. Yeah, I mean, he made some saves to kind of motivate us, and um, he looked uh, for a 20-year-old goalie. It's, uh, it's pretty impressive how, uh, how calm he is in there. And uh, I know it's only one game, but you know, he, uh, he was solid out there. Giroux was asked how important it was to close the game out the way that they did. Yeah, they came out of us uh, pretty hard in the third. We're able to be responsible and make some smart plays, and uh, you know we just got to keep working on our game. Uh, you know we we have a big ladder to climb, but um, one step at a time now. Giroux was asked what was different on the bench tonight. Different? Yeah. How different was it? Was it totally, or was it just? Uh, like I said, it's first day. It's uh, a little too early to tell, but um, you know we're. We're going to keep working on our game. Giroux was asked if he had to say anything special to the team in light of all of the chaos of the last couple of days and the importance of Carter Hart's first start. No, I mean, everybody knows they have a job to do. Uh, played as a team tonight. We're responsible. Uh, same story. Uh, uh, it's the same message every game, you know. We just got to go out there and, and uh, 
play the best we can, and that's what we did tonight. Giroux was also 20 years old when he made his NHL debut. He was asked if he could put himself into Carter Hart's shoes, what that feeling was like. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's nerve-wracking, and uh, I was definitely more nervous than him. Uh, but, uh, you know, he, uh, he cond uh, conducted himself like a professional, and uh, he looked like he had fun out there, so uh, it's definitely a good start for him. Moving on to James Van Riemsdyk, Van Riemsdyk was asked, in light of the last few days, how good did that game feel? Yeah, it was uh, obviously a hard-fought game. I thought we had a pretty consistent 60 minutes and did a lot of good things. So obviously, again, with how the way things have gone over the last few games and what's happened in the last couple of days here, it uh, obviously was a good response for us at that. JVR was asked what type of lift Carter Hart coming in in his first game gave the team. Yeah, I mean, he's got ice in his veins. If you watch him out there, he's very poised, uh, just tracks the game really well and uh, did a great job for us. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, a good start to his career for him. JVR was asked if there's any part of the players or the team that has a little bit of a fan moment knowing that the kid is making his NHL debut. Um, yeah, I mean, first and foremost, obviously, we're, we're worried about winning the game, but, I mean, it's nice to see your teammate have success in a situation like that. And, um, again, obviously, it was really sharp all game long. JVR was asked if Carter Hart gave the team a little bit of an extra boost when they really needed it late in the game. Um, again, every time we need, seemed like we needed to rely on him, he made, made a key save and a big save for us. So, yeah, I think uh, certainly that... Uh, that gets everyone on the bench uh, a little more energized when that, when that kind of stuff happens. Now, I couldn't really hear the whole question, but it sounded something like how how were they so successful with limiting the shots of the Red Wings? JVR is a really good answer, though, so I wanted to include it. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, again, I don't know if that was fully part of it, other than, I mean, there was certainly... For most of the year, we've been a little bit too loose with the puck in general, so I think we really wanted to make that a focus tonight. No matter what, is just being smarter with the puck and managing the game better and knowing what the score is and how much time's left where you're on your shift and letting those kind of dictate what decisions you make when you have the puck. So um, I thought that was a better job by us with that tonight. JVR was asked if there was a different feel behind the bench with Scott Gordon as opposed to with Dave Haxtall. Um, well, obviously every coach has a little bit different way of doing things, so yeah, I mean they're different people, so I guess, yeah, I don't know, a little bit different, just, uh, yeah, they're, they're different people, I don't know how to answer that there. Noting that the team has struggled protecting leads late in the third lately, JVR was asked what the feeling was late in the game. Yeah, I don't know, to be honest, I felt like, again, tonight we, we've been harping on just managing the game better and it seemed like all game long we didn't shoot ourselves in the foot with kind of uh, those crazy sort of plays that uh, leads to easy chances the other way I mean the league's so close if you do stuff like that you're not going to be successful so you, you leave it up to chance so I thought again we did a good job of making them come 200 feet to get to get offense instead of again trying riskier plays and turn the puck over so I thought uh, that was a really good uh, good sign from us tonight to do it that way. JVR was asked if he had any nerves about his contact with the goalie following Radko Gudis's goal. Yeah, again, you don't really know. You never know what they're looking for, really. I thought I was outside of the crease, and uh, I'm not, I mean, when I'm outside the crease, I'm not necessarily looking to see too much how far out he is. So I, I thought kind of the contact was incidental there versus me trying to initiate it. And I think if, I, if it's incidental there, I think it, it should stand. So I think they made the right call. Lastly, JVR was asked, what's up? Looks like you're playing with some more confidence. 
Um, I don't know. Again, it's uh, felt like I was uh, involved in the game and kind of got into a good rhythm out there and uh, got a chance to play a, play a little bit more. So that always helps. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It, uh, just just trying to do the best I can. Next, we move to Shane Gostisbehere, who was asked with Carter Hart's first game in the NHL, was there an emphasis on defense? I mean, there's a lot of things going on, obviously. Uh, you know, Hartsey has first start and, you know, new coach, whatnot. I mean, you know, obviously we knew he was in that. We wanted to help him with the best of our ability. And, you know, I think he helped himself, too, made some big saves and timely saves. So, you know, it was huge for us. He did a great job, and, you know, he deserves it. Gostaspare was asked what, if anything, had changed from a playing standpoint up front. Uh, puck management. I think we were really forcing things, you know, in previous games. And I think tonight we just, you know, took care of it. You know, we got pucks deep with some speed and, you know, it caused some chaos for them. And, you know, when our forwards are going, it's, they're hard to, you know, they have a good forecheck, so it's hard to make plays. So, you know, it was, it was big for us tonight. Gostaspare was asked how much the team was able to draw from Carter Hart, his enthusiasm, and his confidence. Yeah, I mean, it's huge. You know, I told him before the game, you only do this once. You know, have some fun tonight and, you know, get us that spark that we need. And, you know, I think he did that. You know, he made, you know, a big timely save on Larkin there. I think it hit his knob or something, but, you know, saves a save. And, you know, I think it's, it's good for his confidence, too. And, you know, whatever happens, happens. Gostaspare was asked how his confidence is doing and how big that goal was for him. Yeah, it was nice. I mean, uh, I think I was just happy to be on the ice for some goals for So, you know, it was a good play all around by everyone on the ice. When asked if tonight felt like a restart for the team with a new goalie and a new coach, Gostaspare said. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we have nothing to lose right now. We know we got to win games. I mean, I think for us, you know, if we just win games, you know, it makes everything a lot easier and a lot better. So, you know, I think for us right now, it's just taking it game by game. You know, a lot of things are coming our way, but, you know, just relax, set it in and, you know, do our job. Ghost was asked how important it was for the team to get back to their good defensive structure late in the third. Yeah, you know, I think for the last, you know, eight minutes, I think we were sitting back a little too much, and I think everyone realized that, but, you know, Hartsey made some big saves for us, and especially on that six on five, so, you know, I think for us, uh, with our team, I think the more goals, the better, the more insurance we have for the third and for anyone, so just roll with it. Ghost was asked if he was surprised by the ability of Carter Hart to retain his composure late in the third in his first game. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, he's a young guy. I mean, he's 20 years old and, you know, his first initial game. So, you know, it's not a, not a better situation to prove yourself than, you know, he, you know, fit to the test. With Hextall and Hackstall gone, Ghost was asked if he feels like this is the first time this season they've been able to focus on hockey as opposed to the external noise. Yeah, I mean, you know, things could still change. I mean, uh, you know, things happen every day. I mean, it's a business. It's, it's hockey. And, you know, I think for us, you know, one thing being thrown at us, you know, you know, it's not normal for a GM to be fired during the season. And, you know, a lot of us, this is our first time everyone's been fired in our organization or in our playing career. So there's a lot of things being thrown at us right now. And, you know, I think we're just trying to deal with it day by day. And now, the man of the hour, the man of the week, the man of the month, the man of the Flyers year, the guy that everybody wants to hear from, Carter Hart. His first question was, after your entire life dreaming about this moment, did the reality live up to the expectation? Um, I was trying not to think about it too much before, before the game and just prepare like any other game. And now it's starting to kind of sink in a little bit. Um, when I saw my mom on TV there and Philip Parker and my dad, uh, who all made the trip, so um, 
I'm just lucky that I get to share this experience uh, with people that have supported me my whole life and, and have sacrificed a lot for me. Hart was asked if he was able to prepare for this game like a normal game and if he was able to take a nap and if he was able to focus. I didn't really sleep last night much either, but uh, I just kind of followed my routine and, and just had to try to keep a quiet mind and prepare the same as I always do. And, and uh, the boys did a really good job tonight of shutting them down and didn't give them very much at all for offense, so uh, that we played really well. Hart Carter was asked when his heart organ started beating really fast and if it ever calmed down that evening. Uh, the last minute. <laughs> yeah, so when they pulled the goalie, I was just kind of Hart was asked what it was like to see his mom. Yeah, I mean, um, I know my mom's pretty emotional. <laughs> um, I don't even think she's that emotional at the World Juniors in the last two years. And, and, uh, but um, she was definitely excited to when I got the call and, and when I got that start. So um, I mean, she's, she's done everything for me. Yeah, I know. I mean, when I called him on FaceTime a couple days ago, he was crying. Um, but that's Parks. <laughs> Hart was asked where his parents came from to make his NHL debut and if they were able to speak before puck drop. Yeah, from Edmonton. So I'm from Sherwood Park, so it's just outside Edmonton. And Parker made the trip from Everett, Washington, so uh, coast to coast. <laughs> Teammate Shane Gostisbehere said that Hart brought an energy back into the Wells Fargo Center. Hart was then asked what the team brought to him. Uh, confidence. Um, I thought they did a really good job of shutting guys down and um, walking down someone collapsing in front of the net and just kind of tying up sticks and and any loose rebounds, just clearing the, the pucks and, and uh, did a really good job of collapsing at our net front and, and did a good job at, uh, at their net front too and, and generated a lot of offense. Hart was asked if he noticed whether the NHL was quicker than the AHL. Yeah, I think it's definitely quicker. Uh, that's the first thing that I noticed. It's just the execution is probably the biggest difference. Is um, there's uh, guys try those similar plays in the American, but they don't execute them. And, and the difference here is those guys execute them to uh, their full potential, and that's probably the biggest difference that I noticed. Some goalies do mention that uh, even though it's faster in the NHL, that there's more structure, especially defensively, and. You know, well, obviously the pace and the skill is higher. The structure can actually help make things, in a sense, a little bit easier. Did you notice that out there? Big time. I think the structure from the American League to the NHL is um, a lot different. I think in the NHL or in the American League, you get eight to ten A grades a night, and um, up here, I think it's a little different because everybody's kind of where they're supposed to be and, and uh, just making plays. There were long stretches of this game where Carter Hart didn't see any action. He was asked how he stayed focused. Uh, yeah, it was kind of a little tough to get into a rhythm, but um, I was just trying to focus on things that were happening on the other end and just kind of look at stick, stick plays and which, guy, which way a guy uh, shot and, and just kind of keep my ice awareness uh, going and just do little quirky things like that that I do in the game to help me focus and uh, follow my routines. Hart was asked what parts of the experience were exactly what he thought it would be and what was even better. Um, I think just to be here, um, I think 
worked in Port Saskatchewan, Alberta for 13 years and I moved to Sherman Park, so right down the road. But um, just from playing minor hockey there, going to the rink every day, having fun with your buddies, to coming to the NHL and, and it's your job. And it's you're playing with guys that uh, are superstars, you're playing with guys that you grew up watching on TV. And, um, it's something really special and a, a day that I'll never forget. I couldn't hear the full question because there were phones going off, but it was something around did not thinking too much about the call-up help him and did he just rely on his skills and instincts? Yeah, I think um, I was just trying to play my game and trust my game and uh, focus on the things that have gotten to this point and not try to do things that are out of my control or um, out of my comfort zone and, and just play to, play to my strengths and, and trust my game. Carter Hart was asked how all of the chaos with the coaching change and the GM change happened right before his first start and what that was like. Yeah, I mean, that was uh, something I hadn't experienced before. And um, obviously, Hack is a good coach and a good man, so uh, you don't like to see that happen. But um, it's nice to have a little bit of familiarity with uh, uh, Gordo coming up and, and seeing him, so that uh, made things a little bit easier. Hart was asked how long he'll let this win sit with him before he focuses on his next task. It took me three times to say next task. I think tonight, just kind of uh, go out and have a nice dinner with my parents and, and uh, my bell at Parker. And, um, I mean, tomorrow is a new day. And I uh, think this, this, business is, this business is a game of what did you do now, not what you did yesterday. So um, after tonight, after I celebrate with my family, uh, I just got to put it behind me and prepare for everything. Hart was asked if there's any adjustments he's going to make or any pieces of his game that he was going to simplify after having his official first NHL start. Yeah, probably behind the net, puck handling a little bit. Um, I was a little bit, uh, wasn't my best behind the net, made some questionable plays, but um, I got to be a little bit better and communicate louder and, and uh, make simpler plays. Hart was asked what the big difference is in his game between when we saw him at the end of training camp and now. I think the experience that I've had going to the Canadian Hockey League and just being able to uh, be around guys that are obviously um, close to NHL caliber and not NHL caliber and um, just work on my game and down there, um, it's a good spot, it's a good environment and a good for you guys. Um, Brady Robinson, the goaltending coach down there, has, has helped me a lot and it's nice to have a guy come in on a daily basis and, yeah. and talk about your game. And, just, just working on the little details and coming to the rink every day, um, ready to work. Um, so Hart was asked if he feels pressure to live up to Flyers fans' expectations. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm not too worried about what, what other people are thinking um, about me. And, um, obviously, it's nice to hear people cheering tonight and, and uh, root for the Flyers really well. But um, I think when, when it comes to that kind of stuff, you just got to block it out and. and um, pressure is only what uh, you put on yourself, so um, I think you just kind of got to keep your field uh, mindset and, and just worry about what you can control. Hart was asked how it felt when the final buzzer rang. Um, I was just happy that uh, we won. <laughs> um, no, I just that uh, I remember just the feeling I had before the game, and uh, I was pretty nervous before the game, and um, just. Uh, when, once the buzzer went off, um, it was just—it was just a dream. It was—it was, it was really cool to be out there and have the fans cheering 
um, and to, to get uh, all the support from the boys and, and uh, just a, a lot of fun. He was then asked how it felt to get the first star of the game. Yeah, um, I, I uh, wasn't expecting that, um, but uh, it was cool to, to see the crowd cheering and, and to be out there. And uh, Like I said, I had a blast and I, and, was, and I did, I'll never forget. Hart was asked about Parker, who was his billet for three years in Everett. So Parker, um, it's like a grandfather to me, he pretty much is my grandpa. And, um, what are you having to do now that Parker's not around? <laughs> Cook, clean, uh, pay the bills. Yeah. Do uh, almost everything that I'm uh, not used to doing. Uh, but now I've gotten to a routine of, of uh, cooking and cleaning and uh, doing laundry. I hate doing laundry. <laughs> Did you text him a picture of one of your meals? Oh yeah, just a, it was one of the meals that he always picked for us. Uh, and I never took over my roommate Rabbit Cutter. Um, so I, I texted him a picture of it just to see if it was up to the He said it looked good. So. <laughs> so you have. Well folks, I gotta tell you, we're at 4.30 in the evening on the Friday before Christmas. I'm getting ready for a four-day weekend, and I really don't feel like transcribing any more quotes. So I'm going to give you all of Scott Gordon's post-game presser in full, and I'll try and, and moderate the volume levels as best as I can. Once again, a big thank you to our gal on the ground, Madeline Campbell, for collecting all these quotes from us, and a big thank you to our Lord and Savior, Carter Hart, for just being him. Here we're all feeling on the first game and the win. Well, I think it's a big relief for everybody. Uh, you know, the record over the last little stretch here obviously has been frustrating for everybody. Um, you know, myself, uh, you always want to start off on the right foot. For Carter, it was, uh, you know, I think it was a, a real fair game for him to have for his first game. We, he wasn't under a lot of duress until the end. And then just the team to uh, go through what it's had to go through to come in here and uh, come off the road and. As you know, when you you do that West Coast trip, come off a big road trip like that, usually that first game back at home is the toughest. And uh, I thought our, our energy level was great throughout. thought it was great this morning in the pregame skate. And, um, you know, it was, uh, I think it was a good way to start. Well, as you're talking points to Maria, obviously you couldn't give him a lot, as you said, you couldn't give him a lot. What, what were the A, B, C factors that you were trying to get them to do right off the bat? Well, I... I I wanted them just to identify uh, our opportunities to, to move the puck north. Um, you know, we talked about it on breakouts, we talked about it in the neutral zone, and um, I thought they did a really good job in the neutral zone on our attacks. Uh, breakouts were, you know, for the most part, pretty good. Um, but I, you know, I, I think the biggest thing is just to not beat ourselves, you know, manage the puck. You know, I, you know, I, I talk about it all the time. If the, the ice is in front of you, then make plays. If, it's, if the ice is behind the defenseman, then, then put it behind them. And that's a, that should be a real easy read. You know, there's no gray there. If, you, if the D has good gap, you know, it shouldn't be a, you know, something that you have to force to make a play. You know, there'll be other times you look to play another shift. And uh, I thought overall we did a really good job of that. Was there anything at all about the hype surrounding the game for Carter Hart? You guys coming off a road trip, you were just brought in. They just promote him. Did that concern you at all before the game? As far as Carter? Mm -hmm. No, I, I, 
I, I thought Carter's best hockey was the last two weeks, his last five games. And, uh, you know, I, I was asked uh, by Hexy before, um, I can't remember the game, but it was, I think they were going on the road. And so that was when Stoli got called it. That's when it was. And, uh, you know, I said I couldn't, I, I just said if I was going to, if I was a coach for the Flyers and I was given the choice, I'd have a hard time picking Carter because I just didn't think it was the right time. Now when he got called up, like for me, the opportunity that's there, the way he's playing, it, it was a better time. If it, is it the right time? That we'll, we'll find out down the road here. But certainly that was a great first game for him. Uh, for me, the, the, the key point in that game was the save he made. Uh, I don't know who it was in the first period, about the top of the circle, hash mark, block blocker save. But that was a, a critical save. It kept the game 0-0. I thought we had a good start for the game. We had some chances. And uh, you know, not to get behind in the first period I thought was important. And, and that was a, a huge save for him. Is there anything specific that you told your guys in between the, the second and third periods? That this team has had some trouble closing out games, some, some trouble kind of keeping the pedal to the metal in the third with the lead. Was there anything specific, even just in terms of mentality, that you told them going into that final period? Well, this, this is what I said about puck management, you know, making good decisions on exits and entries, and, and you know, for the most part, we did that. Uh, we, I, we did uh, sit back a little bit, uh, probably in the last five minutes, um, and that wasn't by design. It was more, I think, you know, uh, being safe. Uh, but I think we had opportunity to get some initial pressure on the puck with our F1, and uh, we didn't, but at least we weren't uh, being reckless. So uh, that part of it was good. I thought, especially some of our veteran players, did a really good job of getting pucks out when they had to get them out. And, uh, you know, th that, those go a long way. You know, if you, you get in battles and scrums along the boards, they turn over and they come back at your net. Uh, you don't make a change. You, know, you, you get more... Uh, pressure in your zone, more fatigue, and then mistakes happen. So that was one of the things I thought our guys had. Scott, one, one of the things that, that Dave did and was play to the game situation in terms of when guys were up, certain defensemen you know, didn't see much ice time. You had Travis out there with Ivan, who was a pairing. How important was it to, to put him in those sort of situations where you could rely on him defensively when obviously offense is his big suit? Well, first off, I, that, I, I can't take credit for that because Wills is the, the one who put the two together. And uh, I think there was some experimenting going on in the road trip, trying to figure out what, what's best. Uh, for me, I didn't have to question him on it because I had him, obviously, in Lehigh Valley. Uh, Travis always played against the opponent's top lines, kill penalties, played the power play, last-minute guys. So, you know, like I, it's not a foreign thing for me to see him out there in those situations. And uh, he's a big boy. Big bodies around the net, last minute. It's like you get an extra half player out there. So um, it, was, it was it was good. He had a, he had a real good game. Do you, do you think that he's really tightened up his defense uh, over the past year? Well, I, I know he feels more confident. He told me that today. So we, we talked a little bit, and uh, you know, have that's half the battle. And you know, I think you know, confidence. You know, he come up uh, last year from his first year. He's got a he's going to have some growing pains. But I think he's worked through the things that you know he can and can't do, and you know it's it's hard in the American League because you can only you can only teach so much, and then you have to experience the the speed, the size, the strength, the decision make, making has to be accelerated, and um, you know, so there's a there's a little bit of a, a time period there where all players have to go through that, and uh, you know it looks like he's acclimated himself and. 
you know, it's a good timing for us. With the fan of the your players, I mean, obviously this is a learning process for you. Is there anything new about any guys or group of guys that you were hoping to kind of learn about tonight? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really have a good feel for uh, Nolan Patrick, and I and now have a better feel for him. Um, I've seen him in training camp and everything, but it's different when it's it's live and you're, you're playing against uh, you know, the opponent's <coughs> top lines versus uh, you know against uh, guys that are going back to junior. Um, so that was for me a pleasant surprise. I thought uh, Dale Weiss. Um, you know, I didn't know a lot a lot about him. I know he's had his ups and downs in the previous two years, but I thought uh, he really showed uh, a lot tonight. And um, you know, I'm, and I'm not talking, and I'm not trying to leave anybody out. But those are guys that I didn't know a lot about. You know, the other guys, I, uh, the guys I coached, I obviously know. Um, the guys that have been here for a while and watched lots of games, and you, know, you had a good feel for that. But those are two guys that uh, I have a better feel for now. What did Carter show you at in, in, in Lehigh when in pulling himself out of that slump? It, I mean, he'd been a wonder kind for for three years. I mean. But may have been the first time he'd ever really struggled. What did he show you about pulling himself out of that? Well, um, we had a, a conversation. Uh, he got pulled in Providence, and uh, so I, I, I just told him, like, uh, you know, I, I watched him the pregame skate, and I didn't like your response to some of the saves in the, the game, and I, I didn't pull you. I didn't pull you because I thought the goals were terrible, with the exception I, I didn't like one of the goals. But I said to him, you know, this is an all-the-time thing. Like, you're, you're not going to have easy nights. And sometimes it's contingent on how our team is, injuries, call-ups, and all that. Travel, uh, we don't always have the best situation. You're not always going to you know, go into a, a situation where you know, your team's that much better. There's not as much disparity between the top teams and the bottom teams. And uh, for me, you know, I told him, I told him actually after I pulled him, I think it was maybe about the seven-minute mark, um, I said, you're playing tomorrow, and this is, he's taking this off, you're playing tomorrow and, and be ready. And so after the game in Springfield, he played a solid game, and he, we didn't win the game, uh, but he played a really good game. And, uh, and I went up to him and I said, you know what, I don't care about the loss as much as I care about your response and how you handled that, getting pulled. And, and you know, I, I, I got pulled earlier in the year, and I, uh, I asked him when was the last time he got pulled. And uh, he couldn't remember. <laughs> so it's not something that happens too often to him. And, um, you know, for him to even bounce back the next night in Springfield was, you know, that's a, you know, you got to be mentally tough. And he was. And I, I think he moved forward from that, too. We know you more for Shane a little bit in, in Lehigh, but I'm sure you watched him a lot up here recently. His confidence was an issue tonight. He didn't get that goal. When, is there something that you saw in him, both good or bad? I think the biggest thing is I, I, I felt like he made the right play all the time. I, I, I didn't feel like he complicated his life for, uh, um, by making forced plays. You know, he seemed to find his uh, outlets well, uh, his head up. Um, you know, nobody, I, I didn't think he was pressured into to bad situations. Um, was good in the power play. So, you know, I don't, I don't know. You know, obviously, uh, you know, just talking to him, he, he, he wants to do more and be better. And, uh, I think tonight was a good first step. So now that there were so many external factors, so much turmoil within the organization, it's a relatively young lock when you coach a bunch of these guys. Do you feel like there's any kind of onus on you to almost provide a stabilizing kind of force for you know some of the guys that you coach, especially with, with Carter moving up on such short notice? Um, you know, one of the things uh, I haven't 
mention this, but uh, one of my first phone calls after I got the job was from Dave Haxtell. And um, I wasn't expecting it, it kind of caught me off guard. And uh, you know, Hack and I, you know, we didn't we didn't talk often, but I, I felt like we had a good relationship. And um, the first thing that he said, I, he goes, I just want you to know that this is a really good group of guys. And uh, you know, they care, they want to win, you know, off the tracks a little bit right now. But um, you know, I just, I, I felt that, Usually, when a team struggles, you know there, there seems like there's some dissension. There doesn't seem to be enthusiasm. You know, in the pregame skate, uh, the meetings, um, the game tonight on the bench, that was there. And uh, you know, obviously, everybody wants to make a good first impression. You know, this this should be a, I don't I don't want to call it an easier game, but it's a, it should be a game that's easy to get up for. You got a, a young goaltender that's in the net, and you, and you want to help him out and get his his first win, and, and we did that. And, now we just need to build on that and, and go forward with it. Last question. Eight years done that, but this is eight years since you were head coach at this level. Did, did you stop at any moment during the game to think about that at all, or any errors beforehand, or no time? Or? Uh, no, I, I uh, actually didn't. Uh, I don't know why. I, maybe because there's been so much going on. You know, <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, I was telling the, the guys from TV last night. I was, Driving here in here last night and um, calling the, I was speaking to the captains and a couple of players that I knew, and uh, I was so in, into the conversation that I, I looked up and uh, I see a casino in front of me. I had driven to Atlantic City on the way to Voorhees, <laughs> <laughs> so like it, it, it's been uh, a bit of a whirlwind here, and um, you know, I'm like, what, what just happened? You know, so I, what happened was I put the skate zone in and I got some other skate zone. So I was I was going the right place, but just the wrong state. Thanks, everyone. So you, I was going to say you. I'm Michael Kist of Bleeding Green Nation, and I invite you, gentle listener, to join us for the best analysis of the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles in the business. BGN Radio provides you with the most informative preview shows, and the Kist and Solak show dives deep into all the schemes and X and O details you could ever want. Plus discussions with the industry's brightest minds, including former NFL players, and press conferences from the Eagles coaching staff to keep you up to date and informed every step of the way. Subscribe to Bleeding Green Nation today. Fly, Eagles, fly. Baseball. Truly, it is awful. I'm Phillies writer Justin Clue. Join me every week, along with John Stolnes, Liz Rocher, and Dr. Trevor Strunk, as we discuss all the ways the Phillies have hurt us on our podcast, Hitting Season, as well as historical anecdotes and raw, emotional ramblings on our other shows, Continued Success and The Dirty Inning. Subscribe to The Good Fight, and you'll get conversations with insiders, analysis of breaking news, and stats, stats, stats. Together, we'll survive whatever baseball can throw at us. 